This is Teacher Answers, a podcast that takes high school students' questions and answers them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 27-year veteran teacher and examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why high school students do what they do. Hello, welcome to episode 7. We are continuing our journey into the question that I had to it spilled over from episode six. The question was, what do you think are the best skills or traits that have to have to stand out in the workplace? If you've not listened to episode six, stop now, go back, listen to episode six, and then continue on with episode seven. So here is the part two of that answer. Thanks for listening as always. So your primary focus to build relationships with people. Now you look at your coworkers. So you're looking around your coworkers now and you're going to learn from, uh, these people and obviously you're going to treat them with respect, even if they're not treating you with respect yet. And should you, should you demand respect going into a new job? No, no. Should you expect a uh, moderate amount of bullying at a new job i would say so remember remember what bullying is i don't talk i'm not going to go deep into that but bullying is a way of people testing you right you're in a new job so you're the new guy on a construction crew and it's all guys are they going to bully the new guy they going to test him see what he's like yeah they're going to It doesn't have to be, you know, putting worms in the guy's sandwich or anything that that's, that's beyond, that's not bullying. Most people aren't going to do that until they get really, really upset with you. Right. A lot of people look at bullying and they think of, uh, the end stage of it instead of the beginning in a new job. People are going to test you though. You're going to see what you're like and you have to win them over. So you're going to learn from them, build relationships with them, talk to them. You can tell them about yourself. They're going to ask you about yourself. Tell them, don't be, don't be super reserved, right? That's a turnoff. It's like, it's like the quiet person in a, in a school of people will look at them as they're stuck up, right? But they may not be stuck up. They may just be really introverted. You know, and that's not a bad thing. They're just kind of quiet. But, but I, I, I'm telling you, I, I believe that being super introverted and super quiet is a little bit of a weakness because you're not going to be developing those interactions. You know, if you get invited to go out with coworkers, do it, especially in the beginning. Right? You need to be building relationships. This is very important. It will it will smooth out a lot of other stuff. Um, the last thing I'm going to say here is to um, learn about. I, I would I would go into learning about the history of the place. You know, um, I think that's so impressive. You know, when you you're going to do this at home, right? And you're going to learn about the place. So if you're starting a new job, 
um, whatever it is, you know, when, when did it start? Who started it? What did they have to go through to start that? You know, look into that. What do they produce? How much money do they make? Where are they located? Is this just one guy's or one person, woman's business? Or are there, are there three different uh, branches of this? Three different stores or uh, how many people are employed here? You know? So start with that. But to wrap this up, the, the one thing you're looking for when you start a job is to be humble, which means you're going to offer a lot to this business. You're going to put 1000% of your energy into this business, but you're going to do it in a humble way, which means you're not going to go in there and just start shaking the place up like you own the place because people that will take people off. You're going to work within the system and develop relationships. All that rocking the boat stuff that comes later because you need to be a boat rocker. Okay. But in a good way, not a bad way. But in the beginning, it's always bad when you rock the boat. So, uh, but again, your primary focus, build relationships with coworkers, listen to them, talk to them, be friendly, smile, you know, smiling is probably the most inviting thing about people, right? You know, you, you hear people say that a, a lot there. It's like, oh, he has so much charisma or she has so much charisma. Why, why is that? What They're smiling a lot, you know? So be a person that's, that is smiling. And maybe you're tired, put on a smile. Smile through it, right? Uh, but do learn about the history of the business. I, I think that's important. Um... And just remember, humble is, is realizing that you don't know anything. All right. So don't be a know-it-all. Uh, when you start working, if you're working in teams, right, you need to gel with that team. You need to work hard on your own and learn the systems of the business that this is a big one, right? Um, you could take this from a big manufacturing job, or you could take this from a McDonald's. I just keep going back to McDonald's. I can, I can throw down a McDouble, you know, but even in McDonald's, uh, my, my brain, when I worked there, I thought about after, you know, I got used to the job and got fairly good at it, I guess is how do I make this better? Right? That that's, that's a good thing bosses will listen to that how can we make this better not on day one because you don't know anything that's my point but work hard to learn the systems of the business as you go ask questions ask your co-workers questions right they love that you're giving them power to help you this is being humble that's what humble is gel with the team whatever it is you got to be a team you got to be a cheerleader not obnoxious you got to be a cheerleader of that team all right um 
I think if you're, you know, say you are super introverted, what do, what do you do then? There's nothing wrong with you, but it, it is a weakness. You're, you know, a strength of somebody that's super outgoing is not going to have a problem doing this stuff because they've, they have an easy time with it. Someone that's introverted and sort of quiet and reserved to themselves, they may have a hard time with this. So what do they do? Well, I, I got written here, find at least one person you can talk to and fit in with. To find somebody. You know, you don't want to let this go two weeks and never talk to people. That's You're going to be miserable. And I don't care how great the job is. You're just going to hate it. Why do you like going back to a job? It's the people you work with. It really is. It's the people you work with. And are you doing something meaningful? So find at least... And for, for anyone, find at least one person that you can talk to and fit in with. Um, I, I would say that it's important that you don't go in there trying to outwork everyone, right? You want to work very hard. You want to be known as someone that works hard, but in the beginning, now you can after you're there a few months, you can feel free to outwork people without being obnoxious, right? Because if you're doing that, people around you will work harder and that, that elevates stuff. And that, by the way, is how you stand out in the job right there. But in the beginning, you don't want to take heat from your coworkers and have a miserable time because you will not work hard being miserable. I hope that makes sense to you because it's just the truth. Um, Smile and work hard, but don't try to outwork anyone, right? So you want to be <clears throat> in learning mode in the beginning and not trying to outwork people and, and, and trying to prove your worth. That is not humble. That is in fact, the opposite of humble. I'll read you the definition of humble one more time. Cause it's, it's kind of shocking to what it is. A lot of times you see humble on a poster and stuff and you think about it as being some kind of uh, some kind of uh, super great quality that will you know elevate you and it's it's almost the opposite right having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance that is what humble is and I've been talking about it okay All right, so wouldn't be able to get through this without my stinking phone ringing, but hey, if you want to read a book on the side, that'll just freaking blow your mind. It's called 48 laws of power. Read that. Take study it. Um, I actually wrote it on this. It's it's rule one in the 48 laws of power law one author's name is green fantastic book it says don't outshine the master ever don't outshine the master when you start a job you are not the master if you go in there outshining everybody it's going to lead to bad stuff read read the first part of that that book and you'll understand um it would take me 20 minutes to explain that. But basically, you need to be giving credit to the master without being a suck-up. 
Okay. And it's very nuancy, right? So, you, you know, if, if you have worked to do something, you need to be, you know, and you're very proud of it and you want, we all do, right? Our egos need, we need to be validated, right? We need to say, good job. So-and-so you work in there, right? But you, the person who wants that needs to be humble. And that is giving credit to the master. You say, you know, I couldn't have done this without, or this is all the leadership of this place, getting it done. If you do that, you will stand out because almost everybody wants credit. They want credit for it. This was my project. Now people will step in and take credit, but people know they'll figure that out. Don't outshine the master ever give credit to the master, but don't be a suck up. For the first, if this is your dream job and you're starting in a career, which you need to be doing in your twenties. Okay. You definitely do because you would like to retire, right? For the first year or so, um, work, work your butt off. That's it. Work your butt off. I have written, be prepared to eat turd sandwiches. Okay. What that means is work without trying to have, you know, pyro go off that you walk into the place or have, you know, a, a big confetti cannon go off every time you turn a project in or every time you serve up 12 Big Macs. You just work for the first couple of years. You're building relationships. You're getting involved in the teams. You're meeting people after work on the side. You're developing relationships. It doesn't matter that dude sweeping the floor. You need to know him too. And he is equal to you. He needs to know that you're not better or she than you. Being prepared to eat turd sandwiches is a humble thing. <laughs> it's a gross example, I know, but, but it illustrates it perfectly. Now, let's get pretty nuancy here. You need to pay attention to the hierarchies, right? The hierarchies of the coworkers. Now, you could be in a big place with a hundred employees. You could be in there with six, 15, whatever. There's a hierarchy, meaning somebody is a leader and it's not you yet. Maybe it will be, maybe not. Maybe you don't want it to be, you know, but there's probably some sort of leader involved in that hierarchy of coworkers and you need to study them secretly. You need to look at what do they do? Okay. How, how do they talk to people? People are a leader of, uh, coworkers first on the first way they do it is with people skills, right? Just being likable. The second, and, and you can't just have that, by the way, you can't just be a likable 
person without competence. So you have to have competence, meaning people are coming to that person with that need help. It's like, I just don't understand this. How do I do this? And you can't keep going back. You got to learn when you do that. It's okay to go to the person for help, but then you got to learn, right? And not do it again. You can't wear it out, you know, but people are the leader because they're competent, intelligent, and they have wicked people skills. You, you need all three, right? Or, or there's going to be a hole in the boat. So uh, you need to pay attention to the hierarchies and examine the leader secretly without being creepy. <laughs> I'm not talking about being creepy about it. I'm, I'm just saying, look at what they're doing. Okay. From a point of view of uh, the team, you know, um, another thing, don't be a wimp. Nobody likes a wimp. Okay. Don't, don't be a doormat. I guarantee there's a question in that envelope about that. And I'll go into that big time, but don't be a wimp. Now, should you take orders from people? Yeah. Are they going to push you a little bit? Yep. Are they going to make you do the crap work first? Yes. Depending on what job you have. If you go into McDonald's, new guy sweeping the floor. Everybody else watching you do it. That's okay. Sweep the floor. Right? It's okay. But don't be a wimp about it. You can't be a wimp and get anything in this world. You need to speak intelligently. This is the scariest thing to bullies. Speak intelligently. Not in, not in a know-it-all way. Speak carefully and intelligently. Um, also, things that are important in a new job, don't be late. Do not be the late person. Okay? Um, be on time. Be a little early. Don't be afraid to stay a little bit. Right? Work within your job, though. I mean, they shouldn't be keeping you there. But... Um... Again, you need to you need to work humble and be but don't be late for sure. That's a bad thing. Um, don't be the person that's always asking for time off either. I, you know that's something I think my bosses like about me. I really do. I, I mean, I, I have eyes for time off, and they always say yes because I I don't excessively do it. You know, I don't abuse it. Don't abuse that stuff comes up. I know. And like, if you have little kids, you're going to need some time off here and there. Cause that's just a different issue. Okay. Um, but if you're asking for time off, time off, a couple hours here, a couple hours there, that they're going to, you're going to start blipping on their radar. All right. You absolutely will. I have talked to bosses about it and you do. I know it. Okay. Um, they like people that are there most. So be there. If you're a new, how do you stand out in the workplace? That's what we're talking about. Be there. After you've settled in. Okay. After you've settled in. So you maybe you're there a month. You feel like you got the routine down. Okay. And you have a genuine idea about how to make the thing better. That's okay. 
right? Be an idea person after you've settled in. <laughs> um, unless you are working with a bunch of incompetent people, which happens. There are jobs where people are just generally incompetent and, you know, and they're just terrible, right? At what they're doing. Um, you know, and maybe if that's the case, having an idea makes you a heroic figure, right? Um, because you may have a great idea and improve the thing and elevate the whole thing. Um, but assuming that the people around you are as equally smart as you are, uh, having an idea is, is extremely valuable. Okay. Just throw it out there. Maybe one-on-one. -on -one. Here's my idea. What about this? Let your boss take credit for it too. Right? Never outshine the master. Don't do it. They'll give you credit. But don't demand the credit. I'm getting toward the end of this. Uh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this, but I'm going to. So, depends on your job. If, if you have a job that has a contract, okay? And I'm going to assume that your dream job may very well have a contract of some kind. It could be a very lengthy, written, spelled out contract, or it could be just sort of general stuff. Whatever that is, you need to read it. You need to read it and understand it. If you don't understand it, ask somebody, ask a coworker, because they may not know either. It's, it's, it's hard to tell, but they probably will help you with that. Um, but, but that contract is going to say what you can and can't do and, and all that stuff. Okay. So you, you definitely need to know your contract if you have, have one. Okay. Um, just remember guys, if you're starting a new job, you, you, you're just to summarize all this, you're being humble and you're building relationships. If you do those two things and you're, you're there and you're not taking time off and your primary job is to be like Cal Ripken Jr. You know, who played, I, I, it was like 18 years. I could have that wrong, but it was an extraordinary amount of baseball games without missing a game. Show up and be there and work a thousand percent and you're being humble and you're building relationships and eventually you're turning into an idea person, you're going to stand out. You're just, you're just going to be pleasant, smile, uh, be confident, but not cocky. Care what people think about you. That's all you have, right? People, you need them, but be your own person. Don't be a wimp. Don't get pushed around, right? I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you got something out of that. And uh, if you, like this person did, would like to send me a question, I will go deep on it. Give you my best answer. I think that's my best answer right there. You need to gel with your coworkers need to elevate your coworkers. Have someone that just oozes charisma 
bring them up a level. But you do this slowly. And remember, people are judging you. And that's okay. Let them. For the first week or month or so, you're going to work hard, learn, gel with the team. And that's it. You guys have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacheranswers. answers.